This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org. From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. Congress is trying to finish a child nutrition bill in an election year. No small task with a tight legislative calendar and sensitive decisions over questions such as the size of reimbursements for subsidized meals. Among the key players in the debate are school cafeteria and food service managers, as well as their food suppliers. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ's agriculture and food reporter, Ellen Ferguson. The food service and cafeteria operators were until recently on the outs with the Obama administration and congressional Democrats over nutrition standards. Uh, How did they finally get on the same page? The School Nutrition Association um, managed to broker a deal with the White House and the congressional Democrats through uh, their public policy uh, director, who happens to know the new Let's Move director. They both have a long history in getting food from farms to schools, fresh foods, anti-hunger efforts, and they were able to make a bridge and sit down and come up with an agreement that is mirrored in a Senate uh, child nutrition reauthorization bill. Let's move being the first lady's um, effort to reduce child obesity. That's right. This trade group, the School Nutrition Association, is now lobbying Congress ahead of the expiration of important nutrition programs at the end of the current fiscal year, end of September. What happens if there is no agreement? Um, Congress has continued the funding and it would continue funding the programs again, but you would start to lose sort of a policy direction. And that's really why all the um, the groups that are interested and parties that are interested in retaining these nutrition standards are trying to put the pressure on Congress to get it done this year. Well, let me provide some context and background for this. We're talking about school nutrition standards in a 2010 law. And essentially what that did is it brought in more fruits, more vegetables, um, lowered the calories, reduced the salt, um, basically became a tool in the eyes of the supporters of the, of the standards for fighting childhood obesity and for teaching kids early on good, healthy eating habits. Now, the School Nutrition Association, which is comprised of school cafeteria managers and school food agency folks and their suppliers, say, yeah, they're in favor of those standards. But when you're serving 30 million lunches a day, and that's how big the federal school lunch program is, that they were losing customers. They had kids who were paying who, because they didn't like the changes that they saw, particularly in high school. You know, in high school, you're almost a grown-up. A lot of your eating habits are already fairly well established. There was a backlash. Now we're several years down the road. And what they're now seeing is, particularly among younger kids, a great embrace of this, primarily because people have had to be more innovative about getting kids to buy into it. They do taste testing. They have the kids come up with recipes. They've done contests where the kids cook using following the um, nutrition standards. And so there's a little bit more, there's more buy-in. And even now, you're starting to see a little bit more buy-in from the older kids. 
that the rejection that the school food operators saw initially seems to be tapering down. But you also have to remember that they're kind of in a, they see themselves in a tight position. Most school food or school cafeteria operations are self-contained businesses. If they don't make a profit, they've got a problem. If the revenue goes down, they've got a problem. Oftentimes, school districts are billing them for things like electricity and treating them kind of like stepkids. They're concerned. They're, we're trying to balance this move towards uh, greater uniformity and better meals served with the fact that they were also seeing some of their revenues drop. The School Nutrition Group is seeking language to force the Agriculture Department to issue regulations on how schools should address unpaid debt by students who are unable to pay for meals, but whose families make too much to qualify for subsidized meals. What are the odds that will happen? I can't give you odds at this point, but it seems like an equity sort of issue. The association is also looking for higher reimbursement rates, which they probably are not going to get. That's just a a guess, but I think that's probably the way Congress is going. So it seems to me that the trade-off for that would be to get the Agriculture Department to do this report. It was supposed to issue a report under the original child nutrition law, but they appear to be gathering the information, but they have not issued the report. So I, I think the chances are... Again, I won't give you odds, but I would think that they probably have got um, some, some, something to build on there. Now, as we mentioned, uh, the First Lady, Michelle Obama, has made school meal standards a major part of her drive to reduce child obesity. What is she doing behind the scenes? The fact that you have this agreement and the Senate nutrition bill, that reflects her willingness to go along with the agreement that was worked out, which is fairly modest when you look at what the School Nutrition Association originally sought. So she's already signaled how far she's willing to go, and the Democrats on the Senate Agricultural Committee, by backing the bill, have signaled how far they're willing to go, and probably the majority of Democrats. So I think she has put her markers out. Now, what she has done in the past when she felt that the School Nutrition Standards were under attack is she's had phone calls um, done... Um, sort of not quite rallies at the White House, but she has managed to work in passing comments about the need to retain school nutrition standards and how anyone working to undo those standards is working against kids. You know, it's kind of a subtle message, but a very powerful message. So I would think that if she thinks things are moving in the wrong way, you'll see her slipping in those comments. And maybe since this is the last year of the Obama administration, perhaps becoming a a little bit more forceful and perhaps doing more public things. CQ's agriculture and food reporter Ellen Ferguson on the congressional drive to reauthorize child nutrition programs. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, Cato.org.